6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Um, we know that the variant continues to spread. There are concerns about staffing uh the shortages in all sectors and the city of Edmonton is keeping a close eye on the situation as well. Uh, the city is saying that service adjustments will be considered if needed. Andre Corbold is Edmonton city manager. He joins us this afternoon. Andre, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Jaylen. Thanks for having me. Andre, last word, there were no service reductions uh, so far. Is that still the case in the city of Edmonton? Well, we did have the service uh, reduction with uh, the animal uh, support, animal uh, care and control. But other than that, we we are maintaining our, our ability to provide all services. And we're certainly concerned about this uh, variant and, and uh, its potential impact on both city employees and Edmontonians. But uh, right now, we're working through uh, some preliminary actions such as changing shifts and re- assigning staff to address some of the smaller disruptions or prevent some of those disruptions. But Edmontonians should be aware that reductions in city services will be considered if there's a need to do that to keep uh, both staff and Edmontonians safe. And so uh, when we look at uh, the police service right now in the fire department, I think so. those were some of the numbers that came out la- late last week, that there had been a number of cases in both departments. As you've said, safety is a priority. So if adjustments need to be made, um, you know, what would we be looking at potentially and how would you let folks know? Yeah, so I think the adjustments will be minor in nature and we'll, we'll limit to them to be, to be very minor in nature. For example, our, our first move on transit would, to do, would be to do a minor 1% uh, reduction in routes. We're not there and we don't need to do that today. But I think you really highlighted the importance. If we're going to do reductions in service, we need to let Edmontonians know and we will communicate widely uh, before we get to those uh, places. I also think it's important to understand where our priority services are and what we're focusing on and I can list some of those if you like absolutely yeah yeah so I mean first first and foremost uh, emergency services fire rescue transit road maintenance and waste services are key critical uh, core services that Edmontonians require all the time I've mentioned animal control uh, but we also think it's important for the economy to keep on going so permitting and paying payments to to vendors uh, and certainly bylaw enforcement keeping those parks uh, and recreation facilities available. And finally, I would say responding to Edmontonians through our 311 services uh, and, of course, helping vulnerable people. So those are some of the really high-priority services that we're going to be keep focused on and make sure we're providing all the time to Edmontonians. Andre, let's talk about uh, helping vulnerable people because the city, uh, you know, in the news, certainly over the past uh, number of days on that front, we've just emerged from what seems like a, a deep freeze that went on for a couple of months, although it was only a couple of weeks. We're getting a break this week, but it looks like we could be back into that cold next week. There has been some concern. Um, there was uh, investigations uh, around a claim that several people trying to stay warm in the downtown L- in a downtown LRT station last week were were kicked out by by transit officers we know that a part of the the city's protocol LRT stations are not remaining open overnight why is that 
Yeah, mostly it's about safety, Jalen. LRT stations are not safe places for people to be. We can't provide food. We can't provide uh, access to social services. Uh, sometimes the LRT stations are, are super are undergoing maintenance, which can be dangerous from an occupational health and safety perspective, both in terms of noise and venting and those kinds of things. So uh, we are very committed to every uh, person in Edmonton having a warm place to spend the night which is why for the past five weeks during this deep freeze and it has been the longest deep freeze in in about a half century i'm told and almost every night we have provided we have we have successfully transported up to 120 folks a night to shelter spaces or to at the very least uh, warm locations on buses and we've done that successfully every night and while uh, certainly there was uh, a couple of folks who did not have that experience last week we're we're digging into that and we're happy to always challenge ourselves in terms of doing uh, good for everyone but uh, when we close the LRT stations at night when it's finished for LRT operations we we always have access not just to warm spots but to uh, social agency support on Mm -hmm. those things like buses and so we want people to be safe but we also want them to get a meal we want them to get a a nice uh, safe bed to sleep in perhaps at a shelter for a night or at the very least uh, be in a bus where they can stay stay warm and uh, we accept that that didn't happen uh, in every case last week. So you say you're digging into that and I know that you have said that you you welcome feedback from clients to better understand the situation. So when you talk about digging into the situation and trying to learn more and work with with uh, the organizations and and, uh, and 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 those folks, what does that look like because it's it's apparent that you know if even though there there could be beds that are open in in city shelters or maybe even beds at at Commonwealth that are that are still open whatever it is some folks just don't want to be in that in in, in in those kinds of facilities. What do we do about that? Yeah, well, at the end of the day, uh, I mean, we are, I think our responsibility is to make sure there's opportunities uh, available for those folks, but, you know, we're not going to force them to to, to avail themselves of those opportunities. Uh, and, and so, you know, because we're going to re- respect people's human rights and their ability to, to go where, where they feel they need to go. I think it's just a constant engagement. Uh, and again, I would focus on the 120 people a night that do accept the offer and do uh, uh, you know take advantage of these these offers to to get a warm meal and to get a safe place to, uh, to, to sleep um, and and so we'll focus on those efforts we'll focus on the outreach where we're asking ourselves you know how, how we can communicate better and how we can make it uh, clear you know where the buses are where they can get access and 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 where they can go so you know I've met with my team again today we'll we'll find other ways we're, we're now thinking about offering shuttle services not just at night when LRTs are down but throughout the entire day sometimes so that we can get people to where they need to be. Andre Corbold joining us this afternoon, Edmonton City Manager. Before we run out of time here, Andre, wanted to ask you about this because this has been in the news for the last couple of days as well. As well um, that, and, and some unions representing Edmonton peace officers, they're, they're worried about what they say is the city's ability to provide safety and security in public places, especially on the transit system. They're saying that there's a crime wave happening on Edmonton's transit system. This is ATU Local 569, the president there, saying that the uh, the situation is serious. Um, I know that, uh, you know, we've been talking about safety. We talked about fire, police. We talked about those priority services. And again, transit would be one of those. So w- what's being done on that front is 
there a large concern uh, on your part about the safety of, of folks on Edmonton Transit these days? Yeah, certainly there's a, there's a lot of work to do on safety in Edmonton Transit, and uh, I am concerned about every incident I hear about. I can tell you that we're working very closely with uh, social agencies who can help some of those vulnerable people on transit to get into other locations. We're working very closely with uh, Edmonton Police Service and our transit peace officers, and I do want to say uh, how 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 proud I am of our transit police officers who work in these difficult times. They they do it with empathy and consideration, and they do it in a way that uh, they're they're trying hard to link uh, vulnerable people up with the supports that they need uh, to 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 feel safer themselves. But we also have to keep the transit system safe for all Edmontonians, including including those people that use transit first thing in the morning at six o'clock and, and need it to get to work. And and we know that a lot of our health workers use transit to get to work uh, mm-hmm. during this time and, and we want to make sure they can do that safely as well. So we're working on this. We're going to uh, keep, keep on at it and, and keep uh, improving our efforts. Andre, we're going to have to leave it there uh, this afternoon. want to thank you for making time for us this afternoon. Sure appreciate it. Thank you very much, Elaine. Have a good day. Yeah, you too, Andre Corbold, Edmonton's city manager, touching on a few things this afternoon, talking about how Omicron, how they're dealing with that among city staff, especially police and fire, and and, uh, and, and what would happen if, and it's not, but service reductions were needed, but concerns about transit. And of course, after coming out of that cold snap, you know, uh, the vulnerable population and, you know, where... Um, they need to be going, you know, what shelters, how are we going to get them there? How are we going to make sure that they uh, stay safe in that cold weather? Yeah, we've just come out of it. We're going to have a nice break this week, but the long-range forecast, as I mentioned off the top of the show, looking like we'll be right back into it next week.